What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Mode Podcast. I'm Kesley. And I'm Duke. And I feel like I'm officially an old person. Uh, you've been an old person for a few years now, Kesley. But why are you finally feeling like this? <laughs> well, there's two reasons. One is I went to the container store last week and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. You've always loved the container store. I, you are the only person in the world who I ever hear talk about the container store and you talk about it at least a couple times a month. I do not think that that's true, especially because they had to put my email in again and they had said, oh, we updated our terms and conditions two years ago. <laughs> so I think you're over-exaggerating. Well, well, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I have heard you talk about it before. No, no, no. I think that I talk about home stores a lot, like at home and stuff like that, but I don't talk about the container store that much, I don't think. Okay, so you went to the container store. Yeah, I went to the container store because we have these like this miniature mud room in our house and it really needed some stuff because it just wasn't feeling very good. In fact, it was feeling very messy. So I got some little woven baskets and some other stuff. Anyway, it's going to look super cute. And the very second nice. reason, thank you. And the second reason that I felt old is this weekend, Duke and I spent it at our family's cabin and I was not invited to hang out with any of the kids because I'm no, too old for not. that. No, she was not. She was not invited. She didn't. But she was also too young for the adults. <laughs> yeah. So she was just kind of in the middle of everyone all, all alone. I wasn't all alone, but... She wasn't all alone, but she wasn't invited to the two major groups. Yes, this is <laughs> true. Or maybe I was invited to both of them a little bit. You could say that. Um, but yes, that is what this week's episode is going to be all about, is past and present stories from our cabin. Um, our cabin, we've spent so much time there over the summers of our lives, so we should have lots of fun things to tell. Yes, agreed. And by the way, the fact that I say over the summers is because our cabin is not winterized, so we can't go in the winter or else we would freeze our booties off. Right, which brings me to a great story, actually, that happened in the past. So Let's hear it. Where our cabin is, it gets cold pretty early in the year. So like Duke said, because it's not winterized, like it doesn't have a furnace or anything like that. Well, actually, did you know it has a furnace? I just learned this. It just this doesn't work. Yeah, Yeah, it just hasn't worked in decades. But anyway, I went up with some friends last fall and uh, we get there and we knew it was going to be cold. So we all like brought warm stuff, but we get there and each room normally has a space heater in it to help with the heat situation mm -hmm. and i think whoever had gone up last just didn't think someone was coming again that year or something because they the only, every space heater all space heaters were gone except for the ones in the bathrooms which are little and then the one in the main room so the like ones none, in the bathrooms are literally tiny they are the like size probably six of, inches by six inches yeah something. yep and so anyway my friend's like we the first night you know we all slept in our rooms and stuff but then eventually we ended up just crashing in the main room for one night on the floor because it was i mean this was like in september so it was cold like there was snow on the ground when we woke up in the morning but that the best sport of all of us about the cold was twix he would just really up in a blanket anywhere <laughs> that's true that's true 
Um, I've never been up when it's been snowing, but I know that if you go in like the dead of winter, first of all, you have to like go in on a snowmobile. And mm-hmm. second of all, you have to climb in through one of the windows in the upstairs because the snow is so high that it covers like the front door and everything like that. So you just climb in through one of the upstairs windows. Right. Have you ever climbed in on, into one of the upstairs windows? No, but you have. I know you should tell that story. Okay. <laughs> Once upon a time, this is probably like four or five years ago. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. Um, so if you leave our cabin and you close the door behind you and you forget to unlock it first, then it automatically locks. Um, and we accidentally did that. Well, one of our friends did. Sorry, Jordy B for calling you out. Love you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so we were locked out of the cabin and inside the cabin were the keys to the cabin as well as um, Kesley's car keys. And it was the only car that we had up there. And we get no service while we're there as well. You like, have to go at least 15 minutes in a car probably to get service typically. Yeah. And I think that all of our phones were like dead too and stuff. So we were just like dead meat pretty much. Yeah. I think that we had one phone and that phone had Sprint, which, which is, is like worst. terrible. So anyway. Yes. Um, oh, wait, pause. Also, all the other cabins around our cabin are summer cabins. And this again was toward the end of the time when people would be up there. And so it wasn't like there were people at the cabin next door or the one after that or the one after that or the one after that. Like no one was no, around. No, we're just stuck. Um, here, take away the story from here for a little bit. Okay. So, so we realized we get locked out and it wasn't something where it's like we went and did something and then we came back and we're like, oh crap, we're locked out. It was, we had said, you know, let's make sure not to close that door because it will lock. And then the door got closed and it was like a thud and we turned around like, oh no, no, yeah. no, no. Anyway. Yep. So... We start, of course, trying all the doors and all the windows, but like any time, it's all locked. And so <laughs> then we tried the garage, which the garage is like the separate building. Anyway, we tried to lift the handle and like open the garage because I was thinking maybe we can find a ladder and get in from the second story, but we could not get the garage open. So because we're idiots, it actually could have been opened, but we're just so stupid. We weren't able to open it. Yes, I was going to get back to that later. <laughs> oh, okay. But that's okay. It's good to inform them that sometimes we're not the smartest. So yeah, All the time. Instead, we had like this table and chairs, like this outdoor furniture, and we stacked. We took it around to the backside where we thought that a bedroom window might be open because we were sleeping in there. Like one of us had been sleeping in there, so we knew that the window would be open. And so uh, then we like put the table down and then stacked three chairs and then another chair on top of it. And I was like standing on those while Jordy and Duke was that, was it me standing up there? I'm pretty sure it, it was. was a mixture of people who got to stand on top of the sketchy chairs. Let me just remind everyone that this is on just like wood floor, like forest floor. It's not like it's a flat thing at all. It's not sturdy. You're standing on top of a table with three chairs on it with a chair on top of the three chairs. Like it was quite a contraption. It was very sketchy. Like not our smartest idea. I don't think that's the first way that we did it though. I think that the first thing that we tried was having the chair and then stacking two chairs on top of, I mean, first we had the table and then we stacked two chairs on top of the table 
and then we are going to attempt to have two of us down in the chairs. It was just too wobbly. We had to have two people on the table. While Mm -hmm. one person got lifted into the air like a stunt, which was an even worse idea. Then we all would have gone tumbling down. Yeah. We definitely tried several things, but the best part of this whole scenario, one, this was taking us hours to do all this, and two... Uh, the coolest part of this whole experience and something that like makes it all worth it to me is that for the first time ever, I saw a wolf like out in the wilderness. Like, I mean, I've seen them like far away in Yellowstone and stuff, but this was crazy. Yeah. I didn't actually see this wolf. So I don't know how true this is. I, you don't what? know that I never saw it. No, no. I'm the only Was it person Jordan and I it. that saw it then? Yes, it was you two. You two are standing at the bottom of the table. I'm standing up on top of oh, yeah. the leaning I tower of Pisa trying to open a window. Yeah, and we both were like, oh my gosh. And then I think you yelled at us like, I'm going to die up here or something, you know. Sounds like me. Anyway, so we try that. And I can't remember if the window wasn't open or if we couldn't get high enough. The window something. wasn't open. Yeah, I think that the window wasn't open after all. So after that, we are still trying to brainstorm what to do. And finally, we walked down far enough. I can't remember. We had started walking. I don't know. A lot of stuff happened. Anyway. Castle, you need to talk closer to your mic. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're okay. Boop. (laughs) So that I know where to cut it. Easy. Okay. Anyway, so after a lot of stuff... We did lots and lots of things. Finally, we found a ladder. We were able to get into the garage. We got a ladder out and we thought, okay, we're going to try this attic window. There's one window in the attic that is probably, I don't know, 18 inches by 24 inches or something like that. It's very small. Yeah, it's very, very small. And And let's say that this ladder is a rickety old ladder. Ladder. Not a ratter, a ladder. And it also has many, many, many um, spiders on it. It's infested. Literally infested with spiders. So, of course, we made Kesley climb up it. So, I climb up this. I open a window that probably hasn't been opened in years. I slide into a space containing bat poop and stuff. Yes. And then I victoriously come and arrive at the front door moments later, keys in hand, arm above me, just like the breakfast club celebrating our big victory. Yep, it was quite a victory. It could have ended really bad, but we figured it out. It may have taken hours. It may have taken a few hours for us to get it done, but we figured it out. Yeah, and then after that, I had one of the best meals of my life because we were starving. Because we had gone out of the cabin like we were going to take like a morning walk to the river or something and then come back and have breakfast. And so hours and hours and hours went past and then finally we got to eat. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Which Duke knows I'm really, really nice when I'm hangry. Kesley gets so hangry. And once upon a time we were in Oregon. Oh, no. No. Our maps. I was like guiding us somewhere. Using to the painted, the the paint and painted hills. The Painted Hills in Oregon, which is like in the middle of nowhere. And I had my maps going, like navigating us there. And then all of a sudden she was like, turn right. And there was no turn to the right right there because it was like around the corner or something. And she was just confused. She, being Siri, was confused by where we were. 
And Kess was so mad. She thought that I had led us to the wrong place, like five hours away. There were no painted hills in sight. It was all just yucky, ugly stuff. But it was just like a turn a tiny bit down the road. So she was very angry. And then we ate Subway and I was happy again. The most angry I've ever seen her. Is that the most angry you've ever seen me? Probably. Honestly, that would not surprise me. Um, okay, well, here's something else that is a really good memory that I have of the cabin with you, which happened in Yellowstone. Oh, no. Is this about a hike? No. Oh, then I have a story after. Oh, okay. Well, our cabin is about an hour from Yellowstone, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Anyway, and, um... Duke and I went up, we would go up to the cabin quite a bit, just the two of us. So we were up there and driving around the park and we came across a bear in Yellowstone. And this is when Duke was super into nature photography. And so everybody stopped. Not nature photography. Thank you very much. Yes. Wildlife photography. Anyway, so this bear is sighted. There's a bunch of people around. It's cool. You know, the works. And then the bear kind of gets, goes away from the road. And so everybody starts clearing out. And then um, all like of a away sudden. from the road and into the trees where you couldn't see it anymore. Yes. Thank so you. Everyone thought it was gone. Yeah. So everyone thinks it's gone. And Duke and I are like standing there for a while thinking, hmm, well, I mean, this is, we know where a bear is now. And so somehow it's I around let my, there somewhere. Yeah. Somehow I let my little brother convince me to go wander through the wilderness following this bear which if you're listening to this podcast i do not recommend doing this this is not me encouraging people to do this but honestly though it was a great experience i would 100 percent do it again it was so cool we ended up quite a ways from the road we found <laughs> the bear and we were just watching her also it was not a grizzly no it was so, a brown bear do not do this with a grizzly and brown bear. bears are not grizzly bears they are black bears that are brown yes <laughs> thank you and so anyway it became um so it became like one of my favorite memories. We followed the bear for a decent amount of time. We were mm-hmm. out there for a long time and we named her Ginger Snap or I did. Yes, we did. And yeah, it was really, really fun until one time while we were out there, we lost track of where the bear had gone <laughs> and then it got scary. Don't you think? Yeah, like then I wasn't scared. I was scared because I I've didn't know where the bear, the bear was and I was thinking I am going to get blamed for this I am here with my little brother because you were pretty young at the time I'm like I'm supposed to be responsible for him and if we get mauled by a bear it's me <laughs> that everyone's going to be that would with. have definitely been your fault but we didn't get mauled by a bear that um, is true I mean we lost track of the bear and then we saw it again and it was like really close to us whatever you know the works what you would expect to happen in that scenario happened unless yeah. you're expecting us to get mauled that did not happen <laughs> um so this next story that i have is also from yellowstone and it is from a time when we happened to take my cousin well our cousin with us and i convinced kesley to do a hike called mount washburn which is a pretty long hike. It's like hours long. And I think that I convinced her that it was only an hour. Total. You told me it was an hour. You did for sure. Yeah. 
which is so funny because now I hate hiking so much. But the reason I wanted to do this hike is because all the time there's bear sightings on it. And, and mountain goats. And there's bighorn sheep on it. Yeah. Like, it's very good for wildlife spotting, but it is very long and all uphill. And there was a reason I needed to know the time of how like, long I would be like, gone for. She's saying, okay, how long is this hike going to be? And I'm thinking that she just didn't want to go on a long hike. So, of course, I'm going to lie and say that it's shorter and try and push her past the sign that says, like, this is a 4.5 to 5 hour long hike. Yeah. Stuff like that. But really, it's kind of a TMI girl thing of to why I needed to know how long I'd be gone from my car for <laughs> and whether I should use some restrooms nearby before we left. And I was told I wouldn't need to because it was only an hour long. Uh, you weren't told you wouldn't need to. You were told that it was an hour long. Exactly, which would mean that I wouldn't need to. Well, but I if it was five hours, then I would need to do that. Anyway. Okay. So we go up the trail. We're probably about an hour in, and, and I've done it before. And Kesley's like, are we close? And I'm like, I can't remember what I said. I probably said, like, yeah, we're close. Just a couple more turns mm. when it was really so much longer to go. Yeah, but it was beautiful. And if you go to Yellowstone, I highly recommend doing that hike. It's actually awesome. But Kessler was very mad. Be. She was still very mad that I forced her on this hike. She had, she had no idea how long it was. And then at the top, we finally get to the top, to the end. And what does Kessley do but sit down right in some bighorn sheep poo? I forgot that that It was happened. all over her leg, all over everything. So that must have been pleasant. Fun times. Okay. Another thing that we love to do when we're up at our cabin is to float the river. And nowadays we have like a cool, nice raft that we floated on or paddle boards or whatever. But back in the day, we would float this river in tire tubes, like the tubes that go in, you know, tires for your car. And one time our grandpa was up there with us and uh, (laughs) he was floating it. And there's a ramp where we always go to get off and you have to like paddle yourself to the side of the river so you can get off because the river keeps going. Actually, it keeps going to some waterfalls. So you really need to get out. Yeah, it keeps going to a major, major waterfall. Like it would take hours to get to the actual big waterfall, but it does end up there. Yes. And so he just keeps going down the river and we're all getting out. And I just remember running alongside the riverbank, trying to tell him to come over to us. And then he said, pick me up at the next ramp. And we had to be like, there is no other ramp. There you have to come over. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he finally did stand up to get out yeah. and his pants fell down. Oh yes. His pants did fall down. That was That's hilarious. like the best part of the whole story. How you did almost I forget that? I don't know. I don't know. um i'm trying to think of what else i mean we still i you say that we float the river in like some big fancy raft now which is not the case at all our rafts are so beat up and horrible they don't have seats in the middle of them anymore they've all been ripped out (laughs) they have a million holes have been punched in the bottom of them that are taped together Water leaks in the whole time, and the whole bottom of your raft is filled with water. Okay, but they are luxurious in comparison. I wouldn't call it riding in luxury at all. Okay, fine, fine. 
Also, did you say paddle boards? Who's gone down on a paddle board? Um, I have. Twice. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. There's like rapids and... It's actually so fun. Probably too dangerous for you, but it is a blast. Hmm. Anyway, so that is how Duke and I spent our Father's Day. It, well, not doing all those things, but that's where we spent it and a few of our favorite memories from our cabin. Yes, it was a fun weekend. We went on some razor rides and I played a lot of basketball, played cards. Oh, that's something that we do a lot at our cabin is play cards. Um, It's where I became a card shark. At one point in my life, I wanted to be a magician. Fun fact. That is true. I forgot that you wanted to be a magician. Yes, I I still think I could make an awesome magician. Duke wanted to be a roller coaster designer, a chef, an NBA player on the Celtics, you know. You know, typical things. (laughs) but magician was somewhere intertwined in that for a few months yes and i am quite a little card shark with shuffling that is a story for a different day that's all that we have for this week's episode and we will catch you guys next time on the mode